Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mafia just called me a wussy because I eat granola. I just can't even believe that. Like, because at least I thought you'd give me some love, Mr. Quinoa. Okay? I would never call you that. I eat granola all the time. You like I it? I love granola. Matt, you yeah, like it? Yeah, I just it? can't do it like I used to. I used to have it, like, with, you know, yogurt, but even if you get... Dude, yogurt's yogurt is for so girls, man. There's so much sugar in that. You just can't do it that way. It just ruins it. I gotta Dude, do it with, like, milk I can't now. eat yogurt. It's like hurl. What? So what about you, Matt? Do you eat uh, granola? Uh, yeah, I do. So it's not bad, is it? Oh, no, I love it. It's a, it's a good way to get some carbs, and it's not too much. No, I'm right. all about it. So I bought a big old bag of, like, vanilla almond granola. What, do they mix it up or something? Yeah, it's, uh, they have... It's like flavored vanilla, but then they have like little chunks of almonds and stuff right. in it, so it gives you a little bit extra texture. Good. A bit more protein. Well, I finally did it, so I picked it up, and I'm trying new things. Remember, I was with uh, your boy Colhan Casey in in uh, L.A., and he was uh, his all plant-based diet. He has absolutely no beef or anything. He doesn't eat meat or anything like that. Just all plant-based. Have you seen that? Remember I told you the story about all these professional basketball players? Now NBA players are eating these fake plant-based burgers. Well, now they're in all the fast food places, too. Right. I saw Burger King has a plant-based fake burger, don't they? They do. The, it's in the Impossible Burger or whatever. Right. I mean, a lot of restaurants have it. I think McDonald's is going to start picking it up, too. It's crazy. Remember I told you I have a friend that owns a bunch of those Burger Kings? Guy's filthy rich. I swear to God, he owns like 20 uh, Burger Kings. The guy's a multimillionaire. Swear to God, he's driving around in his Bentley golfing all day, smoking bowls. Wait, are we on the air? I've had to check that a couple times tonight. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who understands it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage, Slick. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, is brought to you by Geico. Great news, you can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Don't forget, PharrellOnTheBench.com. All my college and pro plays are up. You get all the hockey, baseball, boxing, UFC for this weekend, too. You get everything, every play, every day, everything that's on the board. You get an email. All the picks are ranked, favorite to least. You're going to love it. Sign up today, PharrellOnTheBench.com. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L, PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up. You won't regret it. Make your head spin how much fat stacks I make you. And by the way, hide the money from your wife. Trust me, she'll spend it. So the uh, Dodgers have one out, one on, man on second. Your boy, uh, is that Bellinger up? I think it is. This is their only chance. He's trying, and he pops out. So that's that. Oh, did he catch it? Oh, I thought he dropped that foul ball. That pop-up got all gnarly in the wind, and he made the catch anyway. Rendon looked like he he was going to drop that ball, but he dove backwards and made the catch. Two outs now, and the Dodgers are toast. Brandon in Texas, you're on CBS Sports Radio.
Hey, man, how's it going? Uh, What's up? First off, uh, Impossible Whopper. Nah, not that great. All right. Um, my question is, who do you have going to the series? Um, you know, obviously the Astros are favored, but any teams to look out for? Who do you think uh, who's taking it? Well, I think they're very dangerous. I, I think it's going to be, you know, like I guess everybody else. Like I firmly believe the Yankees and Astros will meet. And that, um, you know, strangely enough, uh, I think the Cardinals will win that series. And uh, the Dodgers, I think, will win this series. Uh, they're going to lose tonight. I still think they'll find a way. Now, look, uh, I think it'd be great for baseball. I, and I've said this a million times over the years. I'm not interested in the four best teams uh, just always being in it or, the, you know, everyone's favorite television market to be in it or, you know, all this, you know, they sure hope it's the, you know, New York and L.A. for the TV ratings. What do we give a rat's ass about these these filthy billionaire television networks, like what they get? I could care less what, you know, matchups they are craving or that they desire for their ratings. Screw television and screw their television ratings on those baseball games. I want to see, uh, a you know, I would love nothing more than upsets. I'd love to see an upset. I'd love to see... Uh, Frankly, I'd love to see the Dodgers lose, and I'd love to see uh, the Astros lose. And, I, you know, I'd love to – I'm sure people love to see the Yankees lose. I don't want them to lose. I, I'd like to see – personally, I want to see Yankees and uh, and Dodgers. But I, I think the uh, Astros can beat the Yankees, and I think the Dodgers are the best team in the National League. But, you know, I said this a hundred times. I think the Cardinals, it's weird how they always end up in it, and then they always win. Uh I still think they'll find a way. I'm sure I could be wrong, and that's fine too. But I think the Braves are a really good team. I just think the Cardinals, you know, win championships, and the Braves, you know, win one, and the Cardinals win 11. Okay, so they always seem to get it done, no matter who they got on their team. And uh, I'd love to see it, but I think that uh, Astro team looks just brutal to beat. Just absolutely brutal to have to face those pitchers, without a doubt. Nick in Louisville. Hey, how are you? Hey, Nick. What's up, man? Nada. I hear you. I'm just here Friday night talking sports with my buddy. I thought I'd call in. All right. So we got, did this little parlay. I was going to see what you think, college football. Right. I got Louisville, five points over Boston College. Right. Oklahoma State over Texas Tech. Take Oklahoma. They was like 32 favorite, point favorites on Kansas. Right. Then we got Auburn. Well, I th- listen. Uh, the the first uh, side of that bet is dangerous. Like the Oklahoma State game, you would think that they'll uh, win uh, at Lubbock, but strange things happen in Lubbock. Uh, you know, th- this is a Big Twelve game. They're on the road. They're laying double digits. I don't think that's the worst bet in the world. I, I think Oklahoma State's better, but I think Texas Tech will cover that number. And then I do think Oklahoma will kick ass. Um, what was oh the first game uh, to me that's too many points to give Boston College too if you ask me uh, five points is too many to give them because I think they're those two teams are on equal footing if you ask me they're kind of one in the same those two teams BC and Louisville I think that'll be a good game of two real you know average at best teams generally I always say when two average teams get together it's generally a pretty good game and then when you get you know one great team, one bad team, you see them get their ass beat. That When the teams are similar in stature and record and composition and talent, it's generally a pretty good game. 
that's how I'll judge like a five-point spread. So I think that bet of yours, I, I like Auburn to uh, win, but that won't be easy either in a swamp. So at the end of the day, I think you're going to lose your parlay ticket. <laughs> Mafia, that's impossible for him to hit every leg of that bet. No, it's a lot to have to have go your way for that to come through. You know what I mean? That's just too much, too many legs to hit on that. And and I think just about every one of them was on the road. He he, you know, he was in Louisville, so he liked Louisville at home laying the five. I don't know if they'll cover the five. I like Auburn on the road, but uh, that's not going to be easy. And I I like I said, I think Oklahoma State will win, but Texas Tech I think can cover that number. Uh, and I do think Oklahoma will put an absolute just fraternity paddle to Kansas's ass. I mean, they're just going to take a wooden paddle and just beat that ass. 5-1 Vegas wins it over San Jose. Brian and Boise. What's up, Scotty? Hey, man. Hey, um, now that UCF has lost their second game, um, to me it's pretty obvious that Boise State keeps running the table. We're going to be in the... uh, not the seat, not the championship round, but I think we're going to a big bowl game again. Well, I, they're already a, a really good team in my view, and they'll be, uh, you know, five and zero when they uh, go through Vegas on Saturday night over uh, the Rebels at, at Sam Boyd. I mean, UNLV's quarterbacks banged up. Uh, that you know, they're going with a backup. I mean. They looked terrible in Laramie last week. They just got so spanked and called Charlie. I think uh, Boise should kick their ass. It's one of my favorite picks. I like that Boise team. They mean business. So uh, They're already on their way to a good bowl game, dude. They're four games in. They're undefeated. They'll be 5-0 and after tomorrow night, I would think. And then, you know, you win. They're going to win. You know, how many games they got left? Seven? They'll probably win six of them at least. They're a 12-1 and type team. They're really good. So, I don't know. You know, stranger things have happened. I don't know what their, uh, you know, the rest of the way looks like. Let me look at it here to see what they got on their plate. They got at UNLV, Hawaii at home. They've been really tough, uh, Hawaii, this year. But, you know, Boise should be able to beat them on the blue carpet. At BYU, I, you know, BYU has looked good this year a couple times, but then they've looked really bad at other times. Uh, but that will not be easy playing in Provo. But I think Boise can win that game. At San Jose State, they'll win. Wyoming at home, I think they can beat the Cowboys because they're playing them on the blue carpet. New Mexico, they'll kick their ass. I think the, uh, the game at Utah State could be a problem for them. That could be a loss. The Aggies are no joke, and then they finish at Fort Collins against Colorado State, and I think they'll beat their ass because Colorado State, I mean, they're about to fire their coach. They suck. I mean, they suck terribly, if I can only tell you how bad they are. So the Dodgers have the bases loaded, 2-2 count. I think uh, Daniel Hudson is on the mound. Seager is the batter, and uh, it's down to the last, you know, Strike. I mean, it's 2-2, two, two, two outs, bases full. If he gets a hit, he ties the game. I mean, the game's on the line right here if this dude can get it done. But he struck out swinging. You lose. I love how the Dodgers are invincible, but they they lose at home. Have a nice trip to D.C. There you go. You got a series now, right? So they did their job. They won a game in L.A. That's a huge win. Are you a Nats fan or something? Why, why are you a Nats fan? Because I'm from D.C. Oh, you're from there? 
Did I know that before? I don't know. Maybe I have early Alzheimer's. So you're from D.C. You're a big Nationals fan. That's a huge win. Are you excited? Of course. I mean, we're not going to make it past the first round because so that's cursed. But. but you never know. They won tonight, and then the uh, Capitals beat the Islanders tonight. It's a big night for you guys. Plus, you got Colt McCoy coming back for the Redskins after his broken leg. Yeah, best part is that the Redskins didn't play today, so it's right. not a complete. It was a great day for D.C. Maybe the president did some more lying and felonies. Maybe he, you know. Make some more friends all around the globe. All right, 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So, uh, you know, we do tons of videos or whatever. Mafia, where do you put all those? YouTube and... Uh... YouTube and Facebook, Twitter. So anyway... Uh, we do all these videos in here, and uh, when Mafia will be out all week next week, so there won't be any. So, hope you enjoyed uh, this week's and tonight's. That'll be the end of that until he gets back, which is uh, a week from Monday, right? So, not not this Monday, but a week from Monday. So, he'll be out all next week, so there'll be no videos. So, blame whoever you want for that. Anyway... Check out the podcast after tonight's show. It'll be out, and then tomorrow morning it'll be out as well. Do, who's going to handle that? The one for tomorrow morning. Does it happen automatically, or how does that work? I'll take care of it. Oh, you're the man. So anyway, uh, check out the podcast. People dig it. It's like two hours, ten minutes, something like that. No commercials. It's kick-ass. People love it. And then uh, don't forget, you can listen to the show on... Uh, many apps, instead of being preempted when I'm not on because there's a game on instead of me, then screw that. Go to radio.com or the CBS Sports app or SiriusXM app, CBS Sports Channel 206 on the SiriusXM app, or ask Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio, and you'll uh, hear all four hours of the show. You never miss anything. It's kick-ass. Get uh, all my picks on my site for this weekend and every day. Just go to my site, Pharrell on a bench. So uh, top offenses in yards per play, Oklahoma is number one. Yards per play, 10.4. Alabama second, 8.3. Washington State, 8.1. Georgia's 8.0. LSU is 7.99. I think uh, Louisiana is 7.6. I can't even believe that. No offense. Penn State, 7.5. Central Florida, 7.5. They lost tonight at Cincinnati. Western Michigan, 7.4. Ohio State is 10th at 7.3. Arizona, 7.2. And Iowa State, 7.1. The difference is Iowa State hasn't been winning. They got all the, uh, they're producing, but they're not winning. Uh, the San Jose State lead right now in New Mexico is 32-21 with just under five minutes to go in the game. Cincinnati beat Central Florida 27-24. Here's the story. What should we make of uh, Trevor Lawrence's uneven start to the season? He's not the leading passer in the ACC, and his Heisman odds have dropped. He's thrown more interceptions in five games than he did all of last season. His completion percentage is down, and so is his efficiency. Is it because he got so famous so fast and everybody sucked up to him and put him on TV and... Made him sign 5 million autographs and do 50 million appearances and 
say hi to every little kid and go to every little hospital visit? Is that why he no longer is producing? They're still winning, aren't they? They almost lost in uh, Chapel Hill, but almost doesn't count, does it? They don't care if you win by one. The only people that care about that are betters, which is me. But uh, Lauren said, you look at all the games, I feel like we've had every game in control besides this one, the 21-21 over North Carolina. But every team's different. This team is different than last year. We're better in some ways. It's just a different team. Mafia, do you think they look like uh, national champions to you? Do they look like the best team in college football? Because uh, they don't look like that to me. No, they haven't looked like that to me so far this season. I mean, it's a team that we expect to be just coming out and running everybody into the ground. Like, ATN was just going to run all over the field, and Trevor Lawrence was going to sling it and do whatever he wanted. They called him the greatest the- quarterback ever. Right. I mean, they're they're putting his name on the Heisman before the season even started. They were saying he's the greatest college football player ever, getting ready for the draft in two years. And now he has more interceptions than he had all last season, the first five games. So it's nonsense is what it is. Like and that's the problem. You put all the pressure on these kids to – I mean, obviously there's a lot of pressure. Already he played on Clemson, one season but, and they say he's the greatest player ever. Right. You just think that nothing can go wrong with them. And you know what? Reality hits. Give Everyone's me a break. got to adjust. Everyone has – now they got tape on him. They know his tendencies. They figure him out. Now he has to play back and readjust to what they did to him. Do you know what the difference is? Is that the day they told him he was the greatest quarterback that ever lived was the end of him. That was the end of him being the greatest quarterback that has ever played the game. Give me a break. I'm going to puke. Well, what also hurts him, too, is that now they're still good. It's not like they're, you know, getting their ass kicked on the other side of the ball. But that defense was so incredible. All the guys they sent to the NFL. Right. You know, just the same way that Alabama has had it for years where the defense shuts the other team down so badly, you don't really have to do much on offense. It looks how amazing you do. Because you're blowing everybody out because yeah, they give up no points. But he he had a great year. He did absolutely. He, he was he was phenomenal. But their defense, I would agree, was even better. Now look, all those guys are gone, and he doesn't look the same. I think it's because they told him how wonderful he is, and that once you uh, everyone's sucking up to you and telling you you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, then it all starts going down. To, how can you do anything to uh, overcome that? How can you top what you did when everyone's telling you you're the greatest player that ever uh, picked up a football? Anytime they say that to anyone, that you're the greatest thing that's ever, like they've already, they've already said Connor McDavid's better than Wayne Gretzky. How does my ass sound? Well, look I, at the- honestly, like I'm not. He's better than Wayne Gretzky already. Please, I'm gonna hurl. The two guys we no saw. No one's better than Wayne Gretzky, and that's even including my guy Lemieux. The two guys we saw all over the magazines coming into this football season were who? Baker Mayfield. And Trevor Lawrence. That's it. And who are the two guys that have struggled the most and gotten a lot of criticism to begin this season? Baker Mayfield and Trevor Lawrence. Like, when you put them all over and just anoint them as the greatest off of one year, things come yeah, back I down. Don't think, uh, I don't think Baker Mayfield's been that bad. No, but he didn't start well. He's getting been... better now. But he had his struggles early on. He, he had that, that Rams but... game. He couldn't find anybody to save his life. Yeah, but he hasn't sucked. No, neither of them have sucked. But neither of them are the gods that they made him to be. Well, I thought he sucked in the one game when he threw the three picks against Tennessee. I think that Trevor Lawrence, the, just the fact that he's thrown more interceptions than he did all of last year in five games is is a real problem. And his number, is his efficiency, everything, his completion percentage, all of it down, that's a real problem because that means he's just not getting it done. Robert in Maryland. Hey, Scotty. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'll take the usual George Dickel on the rocks, if I may, please. Get him a drink. I have no idea what that is. George Dickel on the rocks. Couple things. 
It'd be nice to. It's not going to set up this way, but it'd nice be nice to see Scherzer go against Kershaw in the seventh game of this series to see which one comes up shortest in the biggest game. I, I don't want Max Scherzer anywhere near a game uh, five uh, where I have to count on him to get anybody out the way he's been serving up home run balls lately as a starter. Uh, in fact, uh, Corbin, I thought, looked way better. And then, you know, uh, Strasburg tonight looked phenomenal. I'd put him in a game five before I'd put Scherzer. Scherzer's had a really rough month. Uh, I don't want to see that at all. You may, I don't. I find the uh, Ravens-Steelers spread to be a bit smelly. Three and a half, really? That game has been a pick for 20 years. What say you? Well, I think it's three and a half because the Steelers are one and three, and they've uh, had one good game against a crappy team and three really bad performances to boot, and the Ravens have had one bad performance, so I'm not surprised they were favored. I am a little surprised it was three and a hook in Pittsburgh. I thought it'd be more like, you know, two... Maybe two and a hook, but, uh, you know, I think Vegas got it right in terms of who should be favored. I mean, the Ravens are playing better football than the Steelers. Steelers beat the Bengals. Calm down. Let's let's everybody get a, have a sandwich here for a second. I mean, they're not that good. They're, they're the, literally one of the, you know, the Bengals are one of the three worst teams in the league. I mean, there's no questions asked. I, listen, here's another news flash for you. Andy Dalton's finished. His career's over. He looks terrible. I mean, I mean, his body language, everything about him. Watch him play. He looked really good in week one. What was it, in Seattle when they lost by one, 21-20 or something? Since then, he's just back to his old crappy self. I mean, he's a crappy quarterback. Stop, let's just stop with all this. He's good stuff. He's not good. You know, the guy, another guy that's crappy is Cousins. He's crappy, too. Let's, you know, these guys making $25 million. Let's call them for what they are. You suck, and so do you. Mary, what's up? I am wound up. This is an awesome night. Yeah, it was a big night for the Nationals, and now they go home. They have a shot now, I think, to beat them. Yep. That, uh, Strasburg was awesome. He just, like, he just like threw the team on his back and carried them. And he did the same thing in that wild card game. I mean, he is their best uh, pitcher, hands down, no questions asked. Well, I uh, there's a spark back with, with Max. I think Max... Max might be turning a corner with that inning. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't believe that. So you're going to tell me that because he got a couple outs that his uh, his month of giving up 50 home runs is, is just like no, a thing of the past, like he went to the bathroom or something? No, that's always been a trait for Max. He's always given up both the balls. Oh, well, fantastic. Here's my plan then. I wouldn't let him near the mound in games four or five. I wouldn't even let him near it then. If he, he, that's a, did you hear what you just said to me? That's just a normal thing for him to give up gopher balls. Like, well, okay, then no thanks. I don't want him to play then. See ya. Like, are you listening to yourself? You're like selling me on some guy that's giving up home run balls? Let's put him out there, see how we do. Hey, Matt, do you want him pitching right now? Like, game five, you want Scherzer to go with as many home runs as he's given up lately? No. Jesus, I mean, I let Strasburg pitch naked before I'd let that guy go out there. Honestly, he's bad luck. He's like uh, Kershaw back in the last couple World Series where the last few years in the playoffs, what, they went seven straight Western Division titles, and every year in the playoffs he's been a disaster. He lost again tonight. He didn't lose. Did he get the loss? He got the loss. Yeah. 9-11 now, four point, you know, just about 4.5 ERA. Bottom line is he's a postseason flop. That's it. That's it. There's no arguing it. Numbers don't lie. You can lie all you want. The media spin it any way you want. He's a loser in the postseason. That's all there is to it. And Bueller's just mowing him down. 
This is Pharrell on the bench. Don't forget to get my picks uh, for all the college and pro games this weekend on my site. I mean, it's just there for the picking. I mean, no pun intended. I mean, it's I've been on fire. So uh, I won't deny Scherzer struck out three tonight in the uh, inning that he pitched. Mafia, if it's a game five at Dodger Stadium, let's just say hypothetically it's a game five at Dodger Stadium, who are you starting if you're the Nationals? I'm starting Strasburg. That's the end of the conversation. Yeah, I am too. The way he pitched tonight there, no problem. The way he's pitched for them all season, I'm putting him in there. I think he always brings Scherzer out of the pen. If he, I mean, depending right. on when they start him now. I don't know if he's going to start four or what. I, I won't deny Scherzer's a great pitcher. But we all know he struggled over the last month. Tonight's the first night he looked good, right? I mean, that's it. He looked really good tonight. And, uh, I, you know, Strasburg's the man. How do you not go with the guy? Matt, That's who do you start? That's your team. Who do you start in game five? That's a really good question. Um, I'd probably just based off of recent play, I'd probably go Strasburg. But the issue is you have someone who this entire year, I mean, you have Max Scherzer, who's had an amazing year, has done fantastic work to... Yeah, but over the last month, he has it's been like he's a softball pitcher, dude. He's been he underhanded, throwing up mush balls. I mean, this is just... Didn't classic. he just pitch the other day and give no. up two home runs? Yeah, 100%. But this I mean, is my God. Classic DC sports right here. I mean, I'm just happy that we no longer have a GM whose first name is Dusty. <laughs> because that didn't go great. So wait, you're telling me that uh, you just are glad you're in it. You don't even care what happens? Oh, no. So wait, uh, you're going to go home now, tied at ones with the Dodgers. Do you have a chance, a legitimate chance to win this series now? I mean, they got two games at home. Not that it matters where they play, because they just won in L.A. So the Dodgers can win in D.C., believe me, you. But And they beat them 4-3 in the season series, also meaningless. But the two games are in D.C., so... Uh, I, there's this strange feeling I get that the Nationals are playing as loose as anybody right now. They have nothing to lose. No, 100%. And that's how DC always goes into the playoffs when we're not top. Whenever we have a top seed or something, like every year that people are like, oh, the Caps are the best team, we're not going to make it past the first round. That's a guarantee. That's a Washington guarantee. Right, but if, they, if no one thinks of them at all and they have no chance, then all of a sudden they'll do it. Yeah, then they then they can actually make a run. But this is the first time they've ever advanced. They won a wild card game. It's the first time they've ever won a playoff series. Yeah. So now they have to beat the Dodgers. Now, they're going home. What do they play them? Like, when is it? Uh, Sunday? I'm sure they're playing them Sunday in uh, D.C. I think that's They right. got one day off to travel. That's it. Is it? Am yeah, I wrong? Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday if needed. There you go. I, geez, I would love to see them beat the Dodgers, honestly. I, I would love it. I, I want nothing more you than to both. see the mighty fall. Believe me, you. Uh, Graham in Houston in H-Town. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty. Love the show. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I want to I know you guys' thoughts on that uh, the Texans-Falcons game coming up on Sunday. And uh, I don't know. You got, like, a team that got embarrassed last week coming into town. And it's something to always worry about. And, you know, Texans have just looked bad at home. Just well, look, I, I, listen, here's the deal. I'm really disappointed in the Texans because I, I think they uh, have a, a lot of talent. I love your quarterback. I love Hopkins. I think those two are, are lethal together. And I just don't understand, uh, frankly, the, the way they play. They're always, like, in these tight games. They're always in these losing games where they, do, they don't get it done. Uh, and then, you know, there's still a playoff team to me. You know, there's still that nine and seven type team at the end of the day. 
But right now they're two and two, and uh, you know, every time I buy into them, uh, I get burned. Uh, the Texans uh, Saints game, I got burned in uh, New Orleans. Uh, I think I covered though. Jaguars, uh, they beat them 13-12. They didn't cover. Uh, the Chargers game, uh, they w- they won there. I got burned on that game, too, because I had the Chargers in that game. And then uh, the Panthers game, uh, they lost, and that was at home, and I got burned on that game. So three of the four times they played, I got burned on it. Meanwhile, I've been you know, hitting like crazy, 79%. Then I went 77%. Then I went 62 Then I went 71 Documented my bets. So uh, th- this is one team I just haven't been able to figure out, obviously. I haven't got them right at all. But here's the deal. They're better than the Falcons. The Falcons have, to me, been uh, an utter disaster. I mean, uh, you're talking about, I mean, Dan Quinn's going to get fired. Okay, that's what's going to happen there eventually because they have looked terrible. They, they got blown out by the Vikings. Then they beat the Eagles. I can't even believe I won that bet. And then I bet. Uh, on the Colts against the Falcons, and I was laying two and covered that bet in Indy. And then the Titans game, I bet on the Colts, or I bet on the Falcons, and uh, they got they got blown out by the Titans. And that's when I these last two games, I'm starting to think that they really suck. And it's amazing to me that they have Julio Jones, Sanu, all these guys, and they still can't win. And I think, you know, I hear all the time about how they rebuilt the defense and Dan Quinn's this great defensive coach. The the Falcons' defense is absolutely deplorable. They're terrible. The team's terrible. So if you ask me, the Texans should beat the Falcons on Sunday, you know, based on the way they've looked in the first quarter of the season. One team has definitely looked better than the other one, although they only have one more win. So, I don't know. Neither one of them are highfalutin. They both have been, uh, well, I think the Falcons have been terrible, and I think the uh, Texans have been average at best. Rick in Boston on EEI. How's it going, man? I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the kicking situation in New England. Well, I think uh, you know, it sucks. I mean, this guy is, uh, Gostowski's one of the best in the league, and he's always been, you know, ultra consistent and a, an incredible gamer for them, and they love him, and he's always come through for him. And then there was something wrong, obviously. He wasn't kicking well, and everybody was freaking out. Uh, and now, you know, he's had surgery on his hip, and, and he's done. So, uh, obviously, there was an issue that was, uh, you know, hidden, concealed, whatever you want to call it. No one talked about it. He didn't talk about it. Then they finally, uh, you know, it all caught up with him. So, there was a reason why he was, uh, you know, kicking poorly, and then uh, I think it will affect him now. Listen, Nugent has had success. Uh, his numbers are, you know, fairly pedestrian for a kicker. You know, he's like 85% uh, in field goals, and he's like 90% uh, PATs. He's done well uh, in the last several gigs he's had with PATs, the 33-yarders or whatever. He has not struggled that much with those. He's in the high 90s. Uh, his field goals have been average from 30. Five to 55, they, from 35 to 50, the guy's, you know, 85%. Anything over 50, forget about it. I don't think he's got the leg. So um, I, I think it, you know, could be an issue. It kind of reminds me of, and, I, and you may laugh at me when I say this, but it reminds me of Yelich. Yelich goes down. Everybody said they're doomed. Uh, and then they actually played better without him for about three weeks. And, and you know, whatever. They went 9-1. and one. And then they, you know, won the, they, they ended up getting into the play, playoffs and all the rest. 
and then and then lost, right? So here's the deal. You saw how they lost. The guy that replaced him, the, the error, and the ball gets by him, and they, they lose the game. So the Yelich injury ended up coming back to haunt him. Losing a guy like Gostowski to me is a huge loss because I firmly believe, and without a doubt, that kicking, if you're not good at it, come January, you're not going to be playing in February, which is the one game in February is the game the Patriots play in every year. It's called the Super Bowl. So if you don't have a good kicker that, you know, in January, I, I say you don't make it to the Super Bowl. You have to have a guy that can win, kick that, you know, winning field goal. Zerline did it against the uh, Saints in that in that overtime game in New Orleans last year. Then, you know, Thursday night he couldn't kick a 44-yarder. Field goals have become a monstrosity. It's become the hardest thing in sports is for a kicker to make that freeze after kick. When they freeze them before the, you know, right before the guy's going to kick it, they call a timeout, freeze him, and then he makes it, and then he has to kick it again, and he misses. Or they just flat-out miss. And extra points now have become uh, like trying to find a good lover. I mean, honest to God, it's just brutal. So if you don't have a good kicker, you're screwed. I, I honestly believe you cannot win anything big without a good kicker because you're going to get a uh, game's going to come down to a field goal in the playoffs. Trust me. And in the Super Bowl, it's going to come down to a, a, a kick. And if you got someone that can't kick, you're going to lose. That's when you're, you're, you're going to see guys going forward on fourth and five instead of kicking because they don't trust the kicker. Right. So anyway, uh, Big Ben or Flacco, new faces prepare for the uh, Steelers-Ravens rev. You got that right. Big Ben's done, and Flacco sucks. Neither one of them are anywhere near this game. You know that much. Julio Jones wants everyone on the Falcons' offense to do their jobs. How about win a game? Le'Veon Bell has no issues with the heavy workload. Did I tell you what they should do in Philly on Sunday Mafia? Give that guy to rock 40 times. Pass it to him and let him run every play. Falk sucks. Give it to Bell. They sure as hell don't want Falk throwing any more than 15 to 20 times. Just give it to Bell. And even and have him throw it to Bell ten times. Freddie Kitchens complains about Odell Beckham getting held. Oh, here we go. Cry me a river. Throw the ball more to him. You know what? You talk big about uh, the refs and everything else. Throw him the ball. You don't even throw him the ball. Giants rule out Barkley for Sunday. Deshaun Jackson out again this week. Darnold out again with his mono and spleen problems. I wish uh, some people I don't like had those problems. Spleen problems. Mavi, is there any way I can wish spleen problems on people I play basketball with that I don't like? Sure. Adam Silver says the NBA is getting serious consideration to starting a league in India. Mavi, you want a road trip to India to watch some basketball? Not at all. All right. I don't even want to go to Indiana, let alone India. Don't ever say anything bad about the state of Indiana, son. I'm from there, okay? I went to Indiana University, okay, with your Seton Hall Femi friends down there in hell on earth, Jersey. Thanks. Indiana is beautiful. The state is beautiful. Hoosiers are beautiful, and screw you. I hope you have a crappy vacation now. I hope it rains every day you're there. Could the Warriors, did you hear this guy making fun of Indiana, like out of nowhere? He'd rather, he wouldn't even want to go to Indiana, let alone India. Can you believe this guy? Screw you, dude. Could the Warriors keep D'Angelo Russell long-term? Of course they're going to keep him until uh, Clay's back, and then they'll trade him. Pascal Siakam wants a max contract. Well, of course he does. Didn't he just win him an NBA championship? Bruins announcer Jack Edwards, you see him, uh, he was basically mocking the guy. He said that it was uh, karma that is the reason Roman Polak got injured and slammed into the boards. He was trying to uh, lay a dirty hit on uh, someone in the game uh, to check Chris Wagner, and he, his right shoulder hit the boards. He got injured, and, and he said a little bit of bad uh, hockey karma. Did you see what the guy's agent said? He said Jack Edwards is a piece of shack. 
And he wouldn't take his uh, quote back either. Braden Shen signs an eight-year deal with the Blues. How about mob bullies uh, spoke of a plot to fix college hoop games? Isn't that beautiful now that gambling's legal everywhere? The mob's getting involved. Nothing like spending the week with the mob. Don't forget to get my picks at VeronaBench.com. We'll see you Monday night for the Niners hosting the Browns. Enjoy the college games, the Triple G fight, NHL, UFC in Australia. What a kick-ass weekend. Mafia, have a great vacation. Matt, thanks for filling in. I'm Pharrell. Good night, everybody. Get my pick. Shake out. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.